welcome to Different from the Other Kids, a weekly podcast for parents of challenging children with your host, Angela Sunis, author of the Amazon best-selling book, Different from the Other Kids. Each week, Angela interviews an individual or professional within the mental health community. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Different from the Other Kids. This is our book launch for the Law and Disorder edition. This is really our first live segment. We've had other live things going on, but they were pre-taped. So welcome. Very, very, very glad to have you here. Uh, please welcome. Uh, Jackie Tyus is here. She has been an outstanding contributor to this project from the very beginning. Let me take you back a little bit before we launch into a, a little conversation update with Jackie. Let's go through uh, what she has been able to contribute so far the least of which, the most of which, the most important and fantasticness of the fact that she came forward with a uh, prologue. Prelogue? Forward. Forward. A forward. <laughs> a forward for the last book. And it is uh, really excellent and very appreciated. Thank you. Okay, so we, we will go through just a little intro here into Jackie's contribution to the first book, then we'll go into the second book, and then we'll just have a little conversation. So, Jackie. This is, yes. the, this, is, this is your first chapter. This chapter discusses the tragic loss of Jackie's daughter and how this affected her and her family's life. Jackie's story pulls on everyone's heartstrings while she reveals her motivations for helping others and gives an honest critique of society's lack of effort towards helping those with mental illness and addiction. Jackie Tyus works as a mental health youth justice social worker. She is also the mother of two adult children. Her oldest son, who is now 27, has struggled with mental health issues for most of his life. His formal diagnosis was Tourette syndrome, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, learning disorders, obsessive compulsive disorder, and rage disorder. He struggled since his teens and continues to with serious addiction issues. Uh, Jackie is a program supervisor at Turning Point Youth Services. I'll tell you when this was taped or when this was written, uh, which is a multi-service accredited children's mental health center. They are located in Toronto's downtown core and provide a range of mental health counseling and support services to at-risk and vulnerable youth aged 12 to 24 years old and their families. So this was originally recorded, this interview that we did, Jackie and I, before it went into the book, in August 2013. Wow. Yeah. So the next, uh, the next part of Jackie coming forward, so this is my copy, which is really disgusting, of the first book. And this is her second chapter in that book. In this chapter, we continue our talk with Jackie about the hardships she faced and continues to face with her son and his mental illness. Jackie expresses many of, many of the issues she encountered with different support systems and offers some great advice from a well-informed perspective. So that was Jackie in the first book. And as we go to our third book, which is the book that we're working with today, which is the Law and Disorder Edition, Jackie, I'm not going to go into the foreword, but it is really well written. I would love for everyone to jump in and uh, read that. So we have the foreword uh, by Jackie, which is here, which is fantastic. And then she also contributed two more chapters, <laughs> which is amazing. In this chapter of Different from the Other Kids, Law and Disorder Edition, we welcome back Jackie. She talks about her son's ongoing struggles with mental health and addiction issues and the tragic reality of supporting a loved one when the available resources are inadequate. Jackie navigates the difficulties of trying to find a psychiatrist who can provide long-term monitoring of prescriptions for her own traumas and gives us insight into the disconnect between patients and service providers. 
So that is one of them. And there's one more, and that will keep everybody up to date here. This is called Youth Engagement, and this is Chapter 2 of this book. In this chapter of Different from the Other Kids, Lawn Disorder Edition, Angela sits down with Jackie once more as they discuss youth engagement and the power of giving young people a voice. Things as simple as giving input on meals and participating in group activities can have a major impact on how young people come to view themselves in the world they inhabit. So thank you, Jackie. Thank you so You're much welcome. for coming. I really appreciate it. Um, okay, always so, a pleasure. <laughs> always a pleasure. Isn't that nice? So nice. Um, okay, so I just threw out a couple questions here, okay. and I don't need to do them in any uh, particular order. Um, let's, let's start with, I think what, what would be really important is to find out for other parents, right. uh, what are the things that you think allow you to continue and cope with everything that you've had to cope with in your life. What are the kinds of things that you might do daily that would that would help you to get through? Because you've had a lot. There's a lot, a lot that you've gone through in your life, and uh, any coping mechanisms would be great. Uh, I would say what I've come to know, it, and it didn't sort of happen easily through trial and error. I would I would say probably self-care. In what respect? Well, taking a break when it's possible looking after your own emotional needs, recognizing when, which is really hard for parents, and myself included, when you are overwhelmed and stressed, that that's the time you've got to remove yourself for a while, mm -hmm. and you've got to do something for yourself, whether that's going to be you're going for a walk, that you're going to do something fun, because as parents, we feel very guilty when our children are struggling and in mm -hmm. crises, and mm -hmm. it is... We're very torn. We, how can we have? How can we enjoy something when our child is struggling mm -hmm. so much? That was a long process for me to get to that point. Um, I, I think that is one thing that I've come to learn. But it's, as I say, taken many years to mm -hmm. come to that. Um, so when you remove yourself, like, would you read? I might, or do, would you watch television? Like, what? Are, what would I you might be sit doing on the television. I might sit and watch a marathon of Coronation Street yeah. for a day, perfect, in my pajamas, having mm -hmm. tea. Yeah, and that'd do it for me. Now that might not do it for other parents, mm -hmm. uh, but something that removes me for a short time from the situation. So when you go to the trailer, uh, yeah. Jackie and her husband have a trailer, which is. Uh, in a beautiful uh, part of Ontario, and when you go to the trailer, you were saying that you—that's—that's that's a break for you, right? You don't actually even. We, I know I'm the same. I can go. I'll go through it a complete day, never getting out of my pajamas. Yeah, and wandering around with my hair up like this. Yes, it's all good. Is that that would be part of your coping as well? Uh, absolutely. It's the idea of not having any responsibilities whatsoever, okay. and being removed from your world at large. Okay. Whatever that is. And I think that, and being near nature, I, I really oh. find that being near nature and just not having to think. Yes. And whatever helps you not think, and I'm not talking about numbing. Right. Because that's unhealthy, and that will numbing, bite me in the end. Numbing like, like alcohol. Yes. Pot. 
Yes. Other kinds of pharmaceutical drugs, right. other kinds of street drugs, all those kinds of things. Things that That's will alter right. your state. And, and you know what? I always say, you pay me now or you pay me later, but you're always going to pay me. So if you're going to delay it, mm -hmm. just know that you're delaying it if, that, if you're doing all right. that Right, and that's right? my point. <laughs> right. uh, that, yeah. And yeah. I'm not judging anybody who does it either because... Because it's a coping strategy. It is, and it is what it is. And people do what they need to do right. to survive exactly. because it's not a normal situation right. it's entirely stressful and filled with chaos and I'm of I'm of the mind that people do what they need to do given mm -hmm. what they have mm -hmm. to and what resources they have to cope. Yeah. And um, it's not for me necessarily, but I get it. And yeah, exactly. I, I think the other thing too as parents it's really, really important. Don't beat yourself up for oh, it. And because we do. Yeah. It's kind of an, an inherent in our nature. Yeah. I know. Um, okay, so another question I wanted to ask you is, I know that when we were going through this last book, yeah. uh, there was a lot of challenging conversation because of the experience that you had in not being able to get your son the help that he needed right. at a young age, going through the school system. And yet, in this last terrorist attack, sorry, I did this kind of heavy, but in the last terrorist attack, there was a grandmother who came forward, and in dealing with young children, she was saying... What she was trying to get them to concentrate on is, look, there's the helpers. So she was going through the videos with the child saying, look, there's another helper. There's somebody else helping. So I wanted to ask you, I know that that was a terrible period of time right. when he was in school and you were going through all of that stuff, but were there helpers? Were there people that came forward to help you? Were there, was there anybody at the school? Was there a teacher? Was there somebody that was a helper for you? Initially, uh, I, when we, I won't name the board, but... Mm -hmm. um, Initially, uh, when uh, my son started really having challenges when he went to grade one, mm -hmm. I fortunately knew most of the teachers in that school and the principal. They had an early intervention program, and he had the most amazing teacher, and her name was Mrs. Faulkner, and I will never forget her. It's the first time that my child, that I could leave for those three years, he was in that program, and it was a very small classroom, that the only call that I ever got from her was to tell me I might have forgotten to give him his meds that day, and could I drop it off at the school, which I would soon find out would not be the case mm -hmm. of most of his education and classroom settings. Mm -hmm. I never worried about anything. She did it all. We never had heavy conversations. She knew my child had special needs. She knew how to look after him. Mm -hmm. And anything she wanted for me to know, she would send home in a communication book. And my kid was happy. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time I'd had no responsibility whatsoever as far as being worried every day he went to school. Mm -hmm. Am I going to get the call? Mm -hmm. uh, well, because you were inundated with calls. I remember when he was... Uh, certain age, I can't remember what time it started, you were just constantly either on the phone or driving to or from the school to pick him and up. And I did have to give up my job. Yes. Because um, even the, uh, uh, the personal education assistants, they couldn't, they could, they were not trained and there's also, there's, there has to be a willingness to work with the parent and to understand the complexity and what that looks like in in day-to-day -day classroom settings. Mm -hmm. Not just reading um, the case notes and the diagnosis because, and you have to want to tr be creative and be willing to be creative mm -hmm. with that child, not what the protocol of 
the Board of Education tells you they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it didn't work. Um, when we moved to another school board, it was horrific. And uh, they did not, um, they had read, they'd gone to visit him prior to his transfer. They had all his psychological case notes. The school social worker had been out to see him. You know, he had a full-time personal assistant, mm -hmm. so he wouldn't be disruptive to others in the classroom. First day of school, he's ready to go. The principal calls me at quarter to nine to tell me that there was no personal assistant for my son. Mm -hmm. And that he didn't know when they'd be getting one. How long were you able to keep the job? That would not have lasted very long. No, about six months. Yeah. Max. You did well then. That's amazing. That yeah. You were able to last six months. Yeah. And it finally it was, this is a full-time job, mm -hmm. and I, I cannot work. Yeah. And it, it was very, very uh, challenging. And um, I, it, it, yes, it was impossible to work. Mm -hmm. uh, his needs were so complex and great, and I did not have the support of the director of education or the, the superintendents or the school board. And not that they didn't want to support him. They didn't know how. They didn't know how, but it was more, they didn't have the resources to provide what he really needed to thrive in a school environment. And that's really where the challenge was. Mm -hmm. And it probably is even more so now. So right. sorry, Jack, we're going to uh, wrap up for now. Thank you so oh, you're much welcome. for coming. You're welcome. Please, everybody, make sure that you get the Different From The Other Kids Lawn Disorder Edition. Read Jackie's Forward. Read her uh, chapters. If you have uh, a, a child that is challenged even anywhere near uh, where Jackie's is, uh, I think you're going to find this a very poignant uh, set of interviews. Uh, thank you. I don't you're know welcome. how to thank you enough, Jackie. Frederick, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Okay, guys, we'll be back soon. Thanks for listening to Different from the Other Kids. Made possible with the support of Raven 5. We are Contest Marketing. You can find them online at www.raven5.com Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. And now a disclaimer. In general, I, Angela Sunis, am not a doctor and I certainly don't play one on the internet. I'm a parent, period. The advice from me presented on Different from the Other Kids does not replace advice received directly from a medical health professional. If you think you need help, I do recommend making an appointment with your physician or other appropriate healthcare provider.